0: so here Vishal uh, Prabhupada is saying how can we understand the meaning of the Shastras how can we stay with Guru and Vishnu how can their mercy be showered upon us Say so one comes to the Sadhu then one cannot engage in any business with the Sadhu except for this Hari Kirtan, if one does any other kind of business with the sadhu, then he is far away from the sadhu. Then he will be bereft of all shakti. So if one wants to do any business with the sadhu, then it is very, you are inviting great calamity, because you will not understand the meaning of his words or the meaning of the shastras. If you come and try doing business, I have come to the sadhu, oh, I am very depressed, please make me happy. So, you see, by Sadhu's script, all these things are naturally achieved. They are all very secondary, there is no need to even ask for them separately from a sadhu. Because by the sadhu's blessings, all these things are naturally had. You see, if any person is surrendered to a king or a prince, then naturally all his desires will be fulfilled. He doesn't have to ask the king. But if one is very much intent upon having such desires fulfilled, then he will be cheated of the sadhu's mercy. The more one becomes inclined towards this Harikatha, Harikirtan, hari seva, and all these natural things, then naturally these secondary things are naturally achieved because sadhu doesn't want to see anyone sad. See, Prabhu Krishna himself is ready to be sad, but he's not ready to have his devotees suffer in any way. This is his promise. So if we listen to the sadhu's words by body-minded words, then we will know the meaning of the words of a sadhu and the meaning of a skripa. So Prabhupada is saying that if we desire Aratma Kalyan, means of preciousness of our souls and if we desire to benefit others in this world. If we wish to correct someone in this world, then we'll have to whatever we heard from Sri Guru, whatever we've learned from him and heard from him. And by accepting the remnants of his mercy, if we have the remnants of his mercy, then only the remnants of his mercy should be distributed and nothing else. Only his Mahaprasad should be distributed to everyone else, the remnants of his mercy and he's not thinking, oh, I'm very uh, qualified, I will deliver everyone, I will take responsibility for everyone's welfare. So then this is, uh, this understanding is not very mature, It is not possible because Krishna is adhok sarjvastu. He is beyond the uh, perception of the senses, he is not perceived. By the mundane senses, one cannot reach out to him by the wire media of these uh, mundane senses. If we desire to have the rays of the sun touch us, then we'll have to come in front of the sun. If we desire light in our lives, then we'll have to come in front. By staying in the samandhakaar, darkness, we will not uh, realize anything in our lives. Therefore, the jiva is Bhagwan's eternal servant. And he has this samandha with Sri Bhagwan. He should not have any samandha relationship with this material world. If he has any samandha with the material world, then he will continue to remain in darkness. And then he may speculate that now I am in light that oh, I have the darshan of the sun inside my room but it's not possible. Therefore the Shiva is a minor spark of consciousness, he is onuchetan, and Bhagavan is Vibhuchatana, is an infinite form of consciousness. He is not bound by any person, maya, time limitation but we on the other hand can be bound. So we don't take shelter of Bhagavan and cannot engage in Bhagavad-seva then if we have become averse, if we have become pahirmok. If we spend our whole lives, an entire time in serving those or ours to Bhagawan and his service, then what can such people give us? Even if we serve them, our entire lives, what property do they have that they can give to us? What wealth do they have? that They can give to us. Who do we belong to? One person. If all the people in this world say, oh, we'll keep that how long can we keep all the people of this world with us? Thinking I'll help everyone. Because all the jivas that belong to Prabhu, there is part and parcel there is vipinamsha They're always Sevaks. And if the Samanda is had with Sri Bhagwan and his ashray is sought. And under his ashraya, if one does Bhagavad Seva. Then, you see, Bhagawan is a supremely independent lord. Under his subservience, the jivas are always engaged in his service. Or else, why are the jivas suffering? They are suffering from because they sep- have they're been separated from Bhagawan and they are enjoying the objects with their own senses on their own. And they say they want to be independently happy from him. Therefore, they are suffering. And there are some people who don't care for the suffering of others. They say even if others are suffering, as long as I am happy, then then I only desire my own happiness even if it's at the cost of seeing others suffer so this is very selfish so such selfishness can also not yield any happiness If so Jeeva makes good use of his independence and becomes Krishnan Muk then he will also be happy in his life but if he becomes Bhogan Muk. Muk. he becomes inclined towards Bhoga enjoyment and tiyag, artificial renunciation, then he will then he'll fall into that ditch and he cannot possibly elevate himself from that ditch because the jiva is independent, he knows what is good, he knows what is bad he can go that way, he can go this way it's not that the jiva does not know anything and even if he does something unintentionally then he can be forgiven but if he does something intentionally then how can he be forgiven? like a small boy is running, touch fire and his mother is telling him, don't touch that fire she is repeatedly grabbing him by the hand and then when he touches the fire and then he'll suffer because his finger is burnt no, by the fire So the jiva because of his independence can go anywhere he can do anything he wishes because he is the marginal potency He is standing on the bank of the river See the bank of the river can also be covered by the water or it can be covered by sand it's marginal line, it's a demarcation between the river and the sandbank so similarly the jivas are also independent it's not that they don't understand they can also act as they wish, as they desire. so then why our minds always, why are our minds always disturbed why are we always sad Rupadi is saying if you cannot serve Sri Hari with love then it is understood that your mind will be very disturbed there is nothing surprising about it therefore bhajan should be continuous continuously performed maya will automatically devour us when we become separated from Sri Bhagavan because this material world itself is maik this body is maik maya maya this body, mind, world, everything is composed of three modes of material nature. So, if you do even a little for Bhagavan's happiness, then that is called bhajan. This is bhagavatasya. If we give even a little time for Bhagavan, living aside servitude to Maya Devi, then we will see that our lives are successful. One person went to the market and he saw that he, he bought many things for Diwali and when he was walking there was a huge uh, dust storm, a huge storm and all these things were blown away and all the things that he bought in the market, they were all being blown away by the wind. So now he was thinking, oh I cannot even hold on to any of these things that I bought in the market. Then… Then he said, all right, whatever has been blown away by the wind is for Govinda. Water is being scattered by the wind, blown away by the wind is for Govinda. And whatever remains behind with me is for me. Similarly, the conditioned soul is like this. When, he's, uh, when certain things happen to him in his life, then he thinks this is Bhagwan's. This is Bhagwan showing his mercy upon me. But when he's happy in his life, then he doesn't care for Bhagwan. So, Hatha rajyo, Yoga, Karma Yoga, Gyan Yoga, Tapasya... They are not bhakti. They are a bhakti. They are not bhakti. The no, mind and heart can never be made pure by karma, gyan, yog, tapasya. Instead, by following these processes, what will happen? The mind will become very hard. The heart will become very hard. And will always be restless and sad he will be very his mind and his heart will not be pure they will be very disturbed if one follows even one of the nine limbs of bhakti then and his auspiciousness is assured his mind and heart will be made pure and very clean. And by following the in the footsteps of Shri Krishna, he'll be engaged in his Bhagavad Asya. And then anything he does for Bhagwan's love will bear fruit. One does Bhagavan's Kirtan for his happiness. One does Mahala Mantra for his happiness. It's only for his happiness, for his love. Not that we are doing for our own sake, we are doing for his sake. Day and night, we are only really remembering Maya. We don't remember Prabhu. So then what does a person do? Anyhow, by force, he sits down and he starts chanting and he remembers his Prabhu. Uh, he starts meditating on him. Otherwise, if he goes, if he thinks about someone else, then he think about the people of this world. So, Dhyan, meditation, will not do. One will have to chant the names of Krishna and I have to listen to Hari Kata and then his mind will be engaged. Therefore in Kali Yuga, don't think that everyone will do bhajan Bhakti. Don't think that sadhus are found everywhere, in all places, no. Kali Yuga, it is not possible. In this world, not everyone can follow. Only those who are liberated, mukta Purushas, they can follow this Nitya Dharma. Yeah. You see, for two days, they engage in so much worship, so much drama, dance. They organize a huge festival, feed so many people. And after two, three days, they leave all their puja behind. They don't care anything. They don't care about the deities anymore. So, I have done so much now. I have served the deities once now, how much more can I serve? Yeah. So this Nithidharma So they do not have the strength to follow nitya Dharma. They don't have this adhikar, they do not try to follow nitya Dharma. The Mukta Purushas, they always follow the dhāngas or bhakti the limbs of bhakti and Bhattu Jiva the conditioned soul although he is full of anarthas. if he also goes to Sacha Mukta Purusha and tries following the limbs of bhakti then by the mercy of Sacha Mukta Purusha liberated soul and by, by his help the Jiva his tendencies will also change with his disposition not that like you see before, he goes, he performs sadhan and then when his objective is achieved, then he leaves. He said, no, there's no need to do. Saying, all right, I'll do Giraj's Parikrama if I can have my desires fulfilled. And I'll organize a huge feast for the Sadhus. And once his desire is fulfilled, then he has no connection with Giraj. He says, why should I disturb Giraj by doing Parikrama on him? Some people also say, why oh, should go to the Sadhus and disturb him? It's not disturb Bhagawan. Let Bhagawan be happy by himself. Why should we disturb him every day? Why should we call him always, chant his names and disturb him? They have lost so much bhagavad If One goes to Sadhu Bhavaparikara Mukta Purush then what will he do? He will change your mind. He will change your chaturti, and he will tell you that you are Bhagavan's sevak and he'll give you the vijjana and your wicked intelligence will go away then you'll always think of yourself as Bhagavan sevak and you'll always engage in service of Sri Bhagavan. then why will this bhagpati arise in your mind? you'll not have any desire to enjoy then you'll be realized then you'll never think that why should I go to sadhu because sadhu himself is a babaji, he'll make me also babaji like him then I cannot enjoy anymore I'll have to become like him. I'll have to follow him. I cannot act the way I wish to, so I won't go near the sadhu. Or else, the sadhu he makes another person a sadhu like a thief. If if you associate with a thief, he'll, may, he'll also make you into a thief. If you associate with an injur, then you'll also become an ninja So if you associate with a sadhu, you'll also become a sadhu. So I won't touch this Then. One will want to be Das. He'll say, I cannot be Prabhu. If I become a one's Das, then I'll have to serve him the rest of my life. So, no, I don't wish to hang... I don't wish to commit suicide in this way. Because if I become a Das, then it means I'm committing suicide. Rather than that, I wish to be independent. I wish to be happy. I wish to be on my own. So these desires this pride and, uh, and they say with so much pride they say that oh I'm working so hard, I know how to live my life, I want to live very nicely, wish should I bow down, why should I live like a coward. One who, one who has bhakti bhajan, you ever seem happy, he's like a slave. He's always sad, he's always weeping, crying, no one even cares about him. He has no affluence, no vaiva, no ashwarya. Therefore, so there's no need to to any sadhu Santa and flatter him and become a slave. How can I act this way? But a person, he has collected so much karma. And the fruits of his karma, he is bound to taste them. And when he goes to Swarga, once his pious activities is finished, the fruits to his pious activities, then he will fall down again. And this way, because of his sanskar of karma, because of his previous karmic sanskars, he cannot help himself. He will have to go to others. So he is very uh, proud. So, without the math, one cannot have any mercy of Krishna, without the mercy of a mat. Only by the Sadhu's mercy one will leave aside all other desires and achieve shuddha Bhakti. So, without Sadhu Kripa, without the Kripa, Kripa, whatever we do, even if you see whatever we do, our objective is different. Therefore, we can never achieve this pure Bhakti. But by the mercy of Satsanga and Sadhu, and whatever we do will be for Bhagavan, and that will be Bhakti. But if you don't have the mercy of the Mahat, then if one is independent from the association, if he is independent and he is not associated with the Mahat, then even this watching Bhakti, even this material world will become very vers become very terrible for him. Very terrible place. Fearsome place. Why? Wherever he'll go, he'll you know, he's only bound to suffer. He is not doing bhakti, no bhajan. So how can you expect to be happy in this material world? At that time all the sufferings of this material world, they are always dancing on his head. But by the, by the mercy of the sadhu or by the mercy of Bhagawan. then there is two sangha, uh, six enemies, like lust, anger, greed, pride, and illusion. Then the association of these six anirthas will no longer affect us. Then, you will achieve having conquered these six foes or else you see, one has so much anger one is very angry, one is very lusty, his anger is lust cannot even be estimated but with the assertion of Bhagavan, his devotees, all these altars they run away in fear in great fear, they will not even return they will not face they will never be unhappy or sad so for Prabhupada he said that the Durga chief means the jiva was found in a very unfortunate condition he has fallen into a very unfortunate situation so it was jivas who were very unfortunate and to to help them but the they appear as ordinary human beings and being inspired by Bhagavan, they appear in this world and all the living entities are being scorched by these threefold miseries three top they are all suffering so much they think once we are eating nicely and drinking nicely then our bodies will be strong therefore they eat meat, they eat all these forbidden food, all these different kinds of forbidden food and they wish to be happy but what is the result? the consequences the more he accepts these things, the more fearsome the result is. Very painful. So therefore, if a human being, how can such human beings be delivered from these three modes of mental nature? How can they be corrected? And how can they be sent to Bhavan's kingdom, Bhavan's world? Therefore, Bhagavan, has sent his messengers these Vaikuntha Vahaks, who carry the message of Vaikuntha, these Vaikuntha Dutas. So these messengers of Bhagavan, they appear as ordinary humans, and they go to everyone. And they inspire everyone. And by His Quasus Mercy, He gives them pure intelligence. And He makes this, uh, this tendency to enjoy, to artificially renounce. All these things, he, they're made to renounce. And then, by the mercy of the Sadhu, and He gives them this qualification. To engage in Bhagavad bhajan <laughs> And when he serves Vishayabhi Krishna, Krishna, and when he is absorbed in Satseva, then his mind, his heart, then proper sense of discrimination appears within his heart. Then he will never engage in politics, he will never engage in working for society or for dharma or neither will he follow dharma. At the time, Bhagavan himself inspires the Shrita Bhakti in the heart of the sadhu. Then he becomes fearless. Why? Because he is not uh, doing anything bad now, anything wrong. He doesn't say anything except Arikata, Arikata, and except Vahari Seva. They have no other uh, work and they will never uh, speak other instructions pertaining to other so-called aspects of Dharma. 24 hours, they are only engaged in kirtan, And, and they are not these hypocrites. He is not proud of having mundane, of having qualification, despite having good qualification. He is not proud, like those who are, who are having Good qualification and become very proud. And He gives everyone this, educa- this eligibility, this qualification and He makes everyone surrender to the Lord of Switi He Bhagavan. what whatever Bhagavan has given is only His property. So why do you claim that it is yours? And then they become free from this Kanakkamana Pratishti, Pratishtha, health, woman, fame. Then they will no longer cheat others and neither will they cheat themselves. They do not make people averse from Sri Bhagwan. And they say, whatever he does, he offers to Sri Bhagwan, Yes, Prabhu. In Narad Puran Narad Shri, he says, saying that in this world, a person, he comes. How can he be liberated? How can conditions all be liberated? When he offers everything at the Lord's feet of Bhagawan's service, when he offers his very mind, body, words at the Lord's feet of Bhagawan, then he becomes Jivan Mukta, liberated soul. And he is not bound by any circumstance. He says, I am Sri Hari's, and Hari's is mine. Whatever I am doing, I am only doing for my Prabhu. I will no longer cheat he will no longer be cheated himself No, he will not cheat others, he will not cheat his own self and he doesn't go to and he doesn't go to perform any social service because our social service makes one fall into this ditch of Maya because one what does he do? to cheat others then they go they see they'll have huge Tulsi malas around their neck and they will only chant when they're 20, 25 people. But when they're alone by themselves, then they will not chant. At the time they're thinking about something else. The whole day they will not chant Malamatra and they are going to sleep, then they'll start shouting loudly while chanting other mala. At that time even others cannot rest and he himself will not rest and, and no one, other, and the others cannot also chant they say now I am only chanting and I showed everyone that I am chanting let just see how I am so absorbed in the bhajan so such pride will not do if Gora Sundar everyone does not have any Samandha with go or If one under the Anugatha Guru has not learned anything, then that one is born back according to his own speculation, imagination. And fruit will be very undesirable. It will be a coupful, not a desirable fruit, undesirable fruit. Therefore, the Darshan of Sri Bhagawan, the Darshan of Sri Guru and the Vaishnavas will make one follow this third instruction of Sri because he will become absorbed in Hari Kirtan. And we see, when we are serving this Bhagavad Priya, exalted Mahapurushas our auspiciousness is assured. His Bhagavad Priya says, mahapurush so one should always pray to Shri that may always have Sadhguru and Satsangha in my heart, in my life or else Mahadevi, she she sends all these agents and she is having all of them cheat people and they say they cannot they, and uh, they cannot make you approach the Lord's Vita Sri that they cannot make you be in Sadhu Sangha and neither can they make your minds and hearts separate from material enjoyment Boga. They cannot make you free from your sorrow, from your impoverished condition. So there's no there's no gain by being under the guidance of such people. Therefore was is the Prakrit Guru and the Prakrit Guru. There is a speciality between the two by taking of Asadguru, one will realize Shri Bhagawan in his heart, one will achieve this Bhagavad Bhakti and he will also be renounced. These three things happen simultaneously. But if one out of misfortune, if he accepts an Asadguru of this world, Say if he goes to the shelter of the bogies, then the minds will become even more polluted and even more sad, and that relationship will also not last for many days. It will break because every jiva is Bhagavan's mind, part and parcel. So one cannot control a jiva and and make him your slave. It is not possible because every jiva is part and parcel of Krishna. He is not your property. He is Bhagavan's property. So even if he is in Maya. Even if you got any initiators, wherever you go, you must know that no one can stay in this world forever. As long as one doesn't have any samanda with satsang, Sadhguru, Bhagwan, the Vaishnavas, parikars, then he will continue to be bewildered. Today is in one place, tomorrow, another place, day, day after, another place. Never be happy in his heart. As he very restless. And because of uh, his restless mind, he is always sad, and he is and he's overcome by so many diseases, so many kinds of lamentation. Dukkha Grastha, Shokha grasta. Dukkha grasta means he is uh, overwhelmed by so much sadness. So therefore, Avijij was Bhagwan's part and parcel. So if you try, how can you possibly control them and make them your slave forever? By black magic, by giving them tablets, you cannot control any person. Not possible. You could have you could have someone can control one person or misguide another person if he is not Bhagwan's devotee. But still Bhagwan would also deliver that person. Although he is not his devotee. Like you see, Narakasur, he kidnapped so many princesses. And so many queens, he kidnapped all of them and he put them in prison. He imprisoned them and he gave them one year time. He said, No, you must agree to marry me. Or else we don't agree, then I'll kill all of you, he said, Narakasur. Then how did they become surrendered to Sri Bhagawan? As long as they were surrounded by their opulence, And kingdoms, they would not remember Krishna, but now when Jarasandha was torturing them Then they saw Jarasandha He cannot uh, save us uh, Then they see our own kings, our own parents, they cannot save us So then for one year They were only thinking about Krishna in the prisons and after one year Prabhu, He appeared Krishna and He saved them And then Jarasandha And all the kings Jarasandha, what had he done? He had imprisoned all the other kings. And then he had given them, he had made sure that they won't eat anything, wouldn't bathe properly, wouldn't clothe properly, clothe themselves properly. And like cows and buffaloes, he had imprisoned them in prison. And as long as they were kings, they would never remember Krishna. But now that they were imprisoned by Jarasandha, then they would always remember Krishna and they start praying to him. And then Krishna, he went, he killed Jarasandha and he freed all these kings. And then they, he told Jarasandha's son, Sadev, that you must respect these kings. You bade them, arrange for them arrange for them to be decorated nicely and dressed like a king. And then and then send them back to their kingdoms on their chariots. Don't insult them in this way, like how your father has done. So he said, the son of Jarasana was very wise, So he and listened to Krishna. So then they realized that we cannot even save our own selves, and how can we possibly save our citizens, the king's thought. It is only by Krishna's mercy that we are freed from this prison. So if you beat a jiva, if you make him, you cannot keep a jiva with you as a slave forever. For some time you can control him, abuse him and you can do many things. And even if you can control him for some time, you cannot control him forever. And so if a jiva independently thinks that he can be very happy, then Maya will inflict punishment on him. Why? Because then he'll become very sad and then he'll realize that I'll only have to take shelter of Prabhu, Bhagavan. Without taking his shelter, if I take shelter of anyone else, then that person can never protect me. Only Prabhu can protect me. Therefore the jiva only belongs to Bhagavan, Prabhu. He is his. And the jivas are wandering in different universes, different brahmandas. But when they're very fortunate, then Bhagavan is representative. Shri Sadguru, He appears and He gives them this Bhakti lata Bhish, the seed of pure devotional service. This is Krishna's causeless mercy. That He, he gives this Bhakti lata Bhish, this Shraddha towards Bhagwan through Sri Guru. And then as antaryami, He teaches them. And externally also He teaches them in the form of the Shastras. And internally He teaches them as Chaitri Guru and externally also teaches them in the form of this. Uh, his representative Bhagwan, so just like parents they send their students to good school and even if he doesn't go to school they'll make him attend tuition these classes or as they homeschool him or they send him to a hostel they're only thinking about him so, how can you get educated? Bhagawan, his love and affection is much greater than millions of mothers and fathers. He is always thinking about the betterment of every jiva. You see, Acharya sent his own sevak to help one lady disciple of his. Because this lady disciple was being abused by her in laws, chastised. So, he sent his own sevak, to helper. So, this is so merciful. So, Siksha Guru is this Swaroop. Diksha Guru is Rupa, and he appears in these two forms Bhagavan as a Siksha and Diksha Guru says, Jeeva cannot understand he says why should I believe in Guru Guru is only a third party without Guru I can achieve Sri Bhagavan there is no need of him but Bhagavan he as Antaryami as the indwelling uh, super soul he inspires that person then go there and go take shelter of this Mantha Guru who has now appeared as Siksha Guru and is giving all these instructions and just as the Jeeva is according to his qualification then he will Krishna, he will send the jivas according to their qualification either to a kanishtha Adhikari, a Madhya or an Uttama according to their qualification, he will send every Jeeva and the day the Jeeva understands and realizes that I am yours, I am your Sevak, your Das. I think I am the doer, but actually I am only your Das. He thinks I am an enjoyer, but I thought I was the enjoyer. But now, whatever I have previously thought is wrong. So kindly forgive me. I pray to you at you, lowest sweet. You should be merciful upon me, give me shelter. Say, so, then what does Krishna do? He appears as the Manta Guru and he appears in front of him. He appears as the Siksha Guru. Or else he appears as a Sadhu. And then he changes his Vaishbhusha, his, his uh, appearance, his dress. And then he appears in another form. And he starts helping, extending his help to all the conditions souls. So his mercy is so causeless. The Jeeva should only pray to him at least once, in a very sincere way. And if he prays in a very restless way, saying, Oh Krishna, I am only yours. If in this way he prays even one time to Krishna, then Krishna surely bestows mercy upon him, deliver him. And how will he deliver him? First he sends the sadhu then the is imparted. Transcendental knowledge. And he will not let the Jeeva fall away from the path of Bhakti. So therefore, no people of this world can give this Aprakrit Gyan. Because if uh, this Aprakrit Gyan is uh, spoken, then they will automatically have the desire to follow what they have heard. Because the Sadhu, he also gives this tendency that he should follow what has been told in Katha. You have to follow you have to chant Narinam. You have to chant Mantra. And this way when he's praying, then he thinks, Bhagavan himself makes all arrangements for him to practice and follow what he has heard in Adikatha. So Prabhupada is saying, there is no need for me to establish this Godiamat mission. There is no need for me to establish so many temples. But But you see the jivas are always miscarried and they are going on the wrong path. No one is instructing them on this Bhagavad Seva. So therefore to help these jivas, to correct them and to give them shelter then and to make them understand, realize to bring them on this proper Satmarg we have to make them we have to bring them on this proper path. Our mission should be to make them leave this wrong direction and proceed in the right direction because then everyone can achieve this uh, supreme happiness and peace of mind. It goes on those feet. This is our attempt. Even if one is a great preacher of Dharma, but if he cannot give this consciousness to others, then what will he do? He will only give this material objects of Maya and he will cover him even more by Maya and push him in this great ocean of suffering. And how is he a friend? He is an enemy. On one side, we cannot even cross the river on our own. If you go to Yam, we found one wants to Yam Yampuri. Then you see a person, he gives him this car, which is like a matchbox on four wheels. And then he's uh, sitting in this matchbox on four wheels and where is he going? He is going to the house of Yammaraj. He cannot escape from this matchbox on four wheels. And then once this match is lit, then the entire matchbox is set on fire. The entire car is set on fire and Yammaraj takes him to his abode. So one makes so many different arrangements for one's boğa. But even if he is a dharma-pacharak, even yeah, if he is a social reformer, and still he cannot give this Chaitanya Shakti. He cannot make our minds and hearts pure. Therefore, the bhaktas of Sri Chaitanya Mahabra, they never cheat anyone, deprive anyone. And they will not give any objects to this world, and make anyone else bewildered to pure devotion service. They are always striving to make everyone follow this uh, pure devotion service. But and they are uh, trying so hard. And they make, the, make sure that the Jivas listen to this Bhagavad Katha, listen to the glorification of Sri Bhagavan. And they listen even a little, then immediately the Shaktiya Sadhus will enter the hearts of the Jivas and their hearts will be changed. And the only need is to pray properly. And by... What is the meaning of listening? Listening means to only accept with faith. If one not only sure, listen with faith. There is no need of sadhana tapasals. Just listen with faith. Because once you listen with faith, then they will empower you. And sadhana bhajan, everything will happen and so on. So Bhagavan there says, this is my Vidya Shakti. One perceived monster other, then spurs will never be in vain. Then gradually, gradually, sometimes gradually, and sometimes rapidly, he will advance. Automatically the shakti will flow in one's heart. He cannot force himself to have the shakti enter his heart. And then the shakti empowers all the senses in the mind and brings the mind and senses on this path of bhakti. This path of bhakti is spiked by so many thorns, but still, the words of the sadhu, very, they are very powerful. Wherever one goes, Bhagavan also delivers that person from there. So he's saying, Prabhupada is saying, we are not uh, sense enjoyers. We are not going to work for the happiness and satisfaction of our senses. Therefore, God Siddharth, there, He started this moment. He broke open the entire dam of mercy. He sent down through our Gastagoda, Adetacharya. So many associates He sent it Puri, And then say, He made them all engage in this Hare Kitan, Hare made them follow this Chitano Shilam. If there is any instructor of this material world, Upadesha Karanacharya of this material world, then if they think, if they they are trying to uh, uh, control someone by tantra mantra, by black magic, then all the external may seem that one person is very happy, but still, his happiness is also not dated. One may say, Even one is a Brahmin, Sannyasi Shudra, whatever he is, but still, he is, uh, in other words, his instructions are very powerful. Means his instructions are important. <laughs> one will speak but they will not listen and one who is realizing this Krishna Tattah then whatever he will say immediately his words will act on one they will act on one's heart immediately he will start following this activity will never cease because once he is inclined towards the cultivation of the satmanushilan and becomes places himself under the guidance of Sri Bhagavan and proceeds towards Sri Bhagavan then no one can take him away from that position. Never possible. Even if he has to face so many different problems. Difficulties. But still Bhagavan's mercy is Nishkapat. One cannot stay in this churchavat forever. But if one anyhow proceeds towards Sri Bhagavan, then this is the then this is Amanda Udhaya and therefore Gurudev would say "Then the Sansar Sukha don't think, Gurudev would never say that you should be absorbed in Sansar because no one will remain in Sansar forever so in other words, Guru will never cheat anyone saying that you just stay in Sansar forever this is not, uh, this is only moha. one be bewildered so why there is satsang Arigata being spoken, Sahasunga, then go there and you achieve this Bhagavad Shakti and become fixed in your understanding, in your resolve and you achieve this means your soul will be awakened consciousness will be awakened But one is averse to such activities and he is only absorbed in enjoying with his relatives, friends with his body, then he will not be so much pleased. But if one becomes very much inclined to Bhagavan and his Seva, then he, if he goes to any place there is no Hari Harikirtan, Hari Kirtan, if one is not doing Bhagavad Seva, not inclined to chant his names, then he will think, oh, this, is, this should be avoided. By Bhagavan's mercy, this is Bhagavan's very, very good compassion. What is that? to leave aside Sangha to sangha and become absorbed in sadhu sangha. There the sadhus appear on their own and then everyone with so much attention, so much love, they listen to the sadhus instructions and they receive this Bhagavad shakti and they become, they are always very happy. If they, if they so desire, they can call Bhagwan, but Bhagwan himself he descends with all his parikars and he also gives all these people a place amongst his own parikars, among his own eternal associates. Or else one may have everything, but if there is no satsanga, even then one will have to suffer. But wherever the bhaktas are, wherever there is satsang, then you see, even if he doesn't have anything, he is very poor still, he has everything. He is always happy by his mind, body, and soul. So they say, if one is very fortunate only then he will receive this opportunity to listen to this nectarian Bhagavad Gita. And the Sadhu Bhakta is always uh, restless for the happiness, for the pleasure of Sri Bhagavan. He will not think of this world for the, as a place for his own enjoyment. He will think that everything in this world is only meant for Bhagavan Seva. That everything in this world should only be offered for Bhagavan Seva, Jagannath Seva. And if he doesn't keep his samandha with his nitisita or then how can he reach down? He doesn't have samandha with the rajvasis. The fat word is nitititam, If you want to go to eternal labor, then without any hypocrisy, duplicity, always take shelter of the rajvasis. Take shelter of Rajmandal. And by serving under the guidance of Sri Guru Padpanma, this Sarvabhuti will become even more and more strong. And no other tas will enter one's mind and heart. Mm-hmm. The aim his life will not be destroyed. Therefore, <laughs> Maburu, he told Dhyanag Dastakar Krishna Bhu Sangha Chala, Matar Viksha Shai, Radhakshna Bhu 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 Mahaprabhu himself is doing Kirtan. He tells everyone, he chant Krishna's name, chant Krishna's name, to Krishna Kirtan. And Mahaprabhu initiated this movement. He started this. And those who remembered Krishna Kirtan, then they also went. And also made everyone realize their Sarupa. by this Chaitanya Shakti. And then by giving Praise these instructions, they make everyone proceed towards the Path of Bhagavan. And then he realizes that the sadhu they always is my friend. The sadhu is my friend, my relative. So listen to